You are listening to NFT Talk Show, where we put the T in NFT. I am your host, Tony Payne, and if you have ever wanted to know anything and everything, including all the juicy deets about NFTs, you are in the right place. So buckle up, get ready, and let's go. Welcome to another episode of the NFT Talk Show podcast. I am Tony Payne. Yes, I am. And my guest today is a special one. He is a 2022 Sony Photography Award winner. Hmm. As you know, I'm a photographer, so this is exciting for me, okay? Um, And which, by the way, I will admit I have entered and entered and entered and have not won. (laughs) So yes, I am a little bit jelly and also very, very proud of him and proud to have him on the show today. And his goal as an artist is to capture the essence of nomadic life and the beauty of the natural world. Um, Welcome to the show, Nomadic Frame. How are you? I'm great, Tony. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I feel like this this has been long overdue. Um, we've known each other for quite some time um, within the space. And I'm like, wait a minute. I have not had Nomadic on the show for real. Like, wow, weird. Tony, do better. <laughs> You've been juggling a lot. You've been juggling a lot. <laughs> I, I try. I try. But, you know, they say better better late than never. Um, and I am very excited to have you on um, here today. Likewise, I've been a fan. You're part of my morning drive to the office, so uh, <laughs> it's really good to be able to do that now. So you mean you just like to listen to somebody to just ramble and laugh all morning? <laughs> That's the best way to start your day. Oh wow, awesome! All right, so let's jump into it. I know that you wear many hats, right? You are a photographer. You are also a curator. And you connect people. Um, And you're also an all-around dope human being and a friend. Um, But let's start by diving into your history. Um, Who is Nomadic Frame? How did you come up with the name? And how did your journey into the art world begin? Wow. Okay. Well, um, (laughs) I'll go back a little bit, you know. I was a kid, you know, uh, my dad used to always carry, you know, a camera with him everywhere we went, uh, whether it was, a, uh, you know, one of those old film cameras or one of those giant video cameras. It was always about capturing moments, you know, and uh, uh, from such a young age, I was exposed to, you know, the camera and it really instilled in, in, in me that thing of, you know, I want to capture every moment of every you know trip or celebration that we have as a family and really that's where it all started um i've been you know shooting for i would say 25 years uh yeah from the film days Mm -hmm. and going to the shop and only having 24 shots in that role those are fun (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then not knowing what you're gonna get yeah yeah surprise. yeah um and then you know it just it was just always with me wherever you know um we traveled with the kids I would always have the camera with me to make sure that I didn't miss out on anything and um web three came about 
And, you know, I remember my wife and some friends were like, you know, uh, they saw me buying, you know, photography and art. And they're like, why don't you try to sell some of your work? And I was like, no, my work isn't good enough. What are you talking about? (laughs) You know, that imposter syndrome that kicks in, you know, Mm -hmm. and I was like, nah, I don't want to. I don't think that's going to work. And I remember back in February, like two years ago, I was like, okay, let me meant to peace and just test it out and yeah. you know and sold and uh i tried to mint another and another and another and things started picking up and actually from there i started entering uh photo competitions and trying my luck out and oh wow uh, beautiful I remember, yeah if it was web actually usually it's the other way around photography and you know recognition then into web three mine mm-hmm. was actually the other and uh i remember last year you know second year i enter and uh i get an email and i'm like it says shortlisted for the oh, wow. sony award yeah i don't think this is for real it must be spam <laughs> well. and, and <laughs> yeah thank god i didn't delete it though so i replied i was like is this for real and they're like yeah you're you're a finalist and uh it happened and then i I guess it gave me a little bit more of confidence that you know there was some appreciation for my work so that's where it all started that is actually beautiful because um like you said a lot of times it's web two to web three but for in your case it was you know you being in web three and saying that oh okay i can you know actually sell my art inspired you to do more and i think for me what you just said is one of the beauties of web three is it's opening doors for so many wonderful artists because your your work is i'm i don't know where your imposter syndrome comes from because your work is is amazing um but for a lot of artists to actually see the value in themselves and say, yes, I am an artist. And yes, I will pursue my artistry as a career. And yes, I am going to do what it does, (laughs) you know? So um, I think that's one of the perks of web three. I've seen a lot of that happening and you did it right. You did it in such a way where you didn't stick to just web three. You're like, wait a minute, I'm going to also take it from web three to two and then bounce it back and just spread yourself um, out there. And I think that's, I I preach it. Like that's the wise way to do things is just don't limit yourself to one single place and, um, and, and branch out. Um, Again, you are a beast (laughs) with the lens. I've I've seen your work. Um, It's absolutely amazing. Um, But I wanted to ask, you know, every every subject that you you shoot, you knock it out of the park. What inspires you to create? Um, I I just I just love the camera. I just it's just there's 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 something about the process of holding a camera in your Mm -hmm. hand and taking time and, and, and trying to get like that perfect exposure and um it's 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 related a lot to travel you know yeah uh, and, and i think that's 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 where the nomadic aspect came in is that you know since i was a little kid everywhere was home and nowhere was home you know mm-hmm. uh we lived in a lot of different places uh 
you know, I traveled back and forth between, you know, the Middle East and the U.S. And uh, mm-hmm. I studied, you know, like literally two, three years in one country and then two, three years in another country. Wow. And uh, it just it just uh, that that aspect of, of, of uh, going to different places, wanting to uh, have a part of that place to take with you, mm-hmm. uh, whether it was long-term or short-term always stuck with me. And in the beginning, it was like, okay, let me just get my exposure and composition right. And then it started to become, well, why don't I try to up the game a little and start to explore different genres of photography? And yeah. I, I found myself, there wasn't one that stuck. It, it was, I I wanted to shoot everything, whether it was landscape or wildlife or portrait photography. Um, and, and, and it really was just one of those things where once I get the lens in my hand, I just want to get the best picture that I can possibly get out of that mm-hmm. camera. I think a lot of photographers are me inclusive, even though I say I categorize myself as still life and documentary. I think the one beautiful thing about photographers is the fact that they're able to see um, something interesting in every everything. So I can totally understand, like I go birding, for instance, and I, you know, 90% of the time, I won't just sit there and watch the birds. I will take my camera along because I want to kind of capture and freeze these um, moments in time because you'll see interesting things and then you'll be like, oh, darn it. I wish I'd brought my camera. Oh my God, that bird did this. And it's just stories. Um, But if you had your camera, (laughs) you might have the chance of actually captured um, that particular moment and frozen that particular moment in time. And I know you've traveled a lot. So um, what are some of the places that you've, like, let's say you have to choose your your top three places that you've been to. Um, What would be your top three favorite places? That's that's a tough one. That's like, <laughs> it's just uh, okay. Let me know, make it easier. Let me make it easier. I would say you know the ones that stick in my head. Uh-huh. I I remember 2012. Okay. Uh, we went to Kenya and oh, nice. uh, I had I had planned this trip like for a year in advance. You know mm-hmm. I wanted to spend a good amount of time going uh, during the great migration. I knew that that was like one of the wonders of the world mm-hmm. and something that you can only see once a year. And so I had planned that trip and uh, the kids, you know, I have three kids and uh, at, that, at that time, I think my youngest, she was like five. Uh, and I was like, I want them to share in this experience with me. And you know, before you travel somewhere, you're just basically going by, you know, the stereotypes or what you hear, yeah. or what other people tell you. There's just never that aspect that you can really, truly understand the place until you go. And it was just mind blowing from the time that I landed. I remember going to Nairobi and then we went and got the van and then we went out to the Masai Mara and the moment that I entered, like it took my breath away because mm-hmm. millions and millions of these beautiful animals in one place, all the, you know, 
the wildebeest and 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 the zip zebras and the giraffes and then to see lions like not oh, wow. like at the zoo yeah a real <laughs> lion you know the ones at the zoo i feel like are not lions they've had you know everything taken away from them by putting mm -hmm. them in that environment and you never really realize that until you actually see them in their natural habitat and we spent 10 days, you know, jumping from one spot to another and mm -hmm. I fell in love with it. My kids were like, this is the best trip ever. Oh, Dad. We never want to go. To <laughs> yeah, they loved it. I um, and I mean, every year I, I, I emphasize, you know, to make sure that on our trip it's not just going to a city and mm -hmm. you know being in hustle and bustle just try to get out and break away into nature and you know the last couple of years i've gone to uh yellowstone and yosemite uh oh, nice. and th those two are crazy because you know yellowstone is like you've gone to another planet it just looks like it's uh you're on mars or the moon or something it's just crazy uh and, and that was just one of those places that really stuck out for me and yosemite when you know we went there and and, and i remember going into uh from yosemite to the redwood forest and, mm -hmm. and seeing the giant trees and feeling like little smurfs walking through the trees <laughs> It's, it's it, it, those those really were the ones that stick out the most. I think those three trips. I think I just wrote. Well, I've been to Kenya, and I will agree with you. Um, Kenya is definitely in my top three for sure, without a doubt. And it's one of the places that I um will frequent. Like I will go back because it's such an experience, and there's so much to take in that I I almost feel like you can't really fully take um everything on on a short trip, but. Yosemite and um, Yellowstone, I've never, I haven't, I, I live in the U.S. and I've never been, but now it's on my bucket list. <laughs> so the, it's on my to-do list from your description um, alone. So that is actually really amazing. Um, besides travel, let's say um, locally, or no, not even locally, like genre-wise, what has been your best moments? Like when you want to choose between every single genre that you have photographed what has been that one genre that has given you some of your best moments well you're just trying to make life difficult for me Tony. <laughs> uh, these are the easy questions <laughs> i feel like, I, I feel like they're even the genres are like my kids like because yeah. like I, I i i love portraits i i mean um it, Portraits were really, you know, the the area that I would say since being a kid uh, and holding a camera, you're always mm -hmm. taking pictures of family members and yeah. stuff like that. So there's just something special like about portraits to me that, you know, you can capture almost like a person's essence inside inside mm -hmm. of this, you know, uh, this shot. Um, and, and the landscapes are just like a memory of the different places and taking people with you on that trip. Um, but interestingly enough, um, during COVID, um, I couldn't travel and I couldn't do any of my portrait work anymore. And 
obviously I couldn't do any wildlife work anymore. And uh, it was like, okay, so what the hell am I going to do right now? Like we're locked down. <laughs> got nothing to, you know, to go uh, travel to and take pictures of. And I ended up being the weirdo in the neighborhood that was poking <laughs> his head in the bushes and trying to find bugs and oh, God. trying to find trying to find flowers and and and, and <laughs> um and and neighbors walking by or looking through their windows and seeing this person that's like bent over into the bushes like and what is he doing, what is he doing? and why does he have all the yeah what is he doing out there and 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 somehow it was like oh this is like a mini safari i'm finding like all this like different life that's mm-hmm. existing in my front yard or my backyard. And um, it, it really opened up my eyes to something that I never really did in the past. Like I was, I was never a macro photographer. Uh, if I saw a, a, a nice flower from afar, I'd zoom mm-hmm. in on it, but I never even had a macro lens. And during COVID, I just went all out. I was like, okay, I'm going to get the lens and I'm going to get the close-up filters and I'm yeah. going to get the right <laughs> you know, diffuser and everything. I need to have the gear, you know, to do this. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I looked like a person that was working in the mines. I would go out at night <laughs> when they were when the bugs were asleep and I had this little flashlight from oh, my forehead. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you can imagine why the neighbors were you okay, name- <laughs> taking a bath. Yeah, but... Um, you know, and, you, and your it, neighbors it haven't really, seen you the same way ever since. <laughs> I don't think so. They're, 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 that's the weird guy that takes pictures of bugs. Of bugs. And, uh, and I think what, what, why it resonated with me the most is it just taught me to take my time more and mm-hmm. to slow down and to enjoy the smaller things and the little things that we don't really take the time to enjoy. And yeah. it was really therapy for me during COVID. It was the thing that kept me going. You know, after finishing my Zoom calls and work calls and stuff like that, I couldn't wait to go pick up the camera and get back into the front yard, the backyard, or even my neighbor's yards to take pictures of things <laughs> that yard. were hiding there. Yeah, any yard, any yard. That's, a, that's amazing. Um, you have several collections on the blockchain. Um, do you want to tell us more about them? Wow. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I, you know, when it comes to like the people that are like the the scarcity people, the ones that are like, no, you shouldn't have a a lot of pieces minted and, you know, you've got to drive FOMO and all of that. I threw that rule out the window. Like I'm on ETH, I'm on Tezos. I tried Solana. Um, I, I, I'm, on OpenSea, Foundations, Maker's Place, Known Origin, Nifty Gateway. I mean, there's not a platform that I'm not on, I, other than Super Rare. For some reason, I don't think they like me. But, they should. Uh, I've applied like three or four <laughs> times. Maybe because I'm not super rare in their book, too, 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 <laughs> too available in that sense. But... Uh, yeah, there's a bunch of my work uh, across different platforms, whether it's photography or art or, you know, uh, I love abstract art. There's just something about abstract art that really pulls me in that allows me when I'm not in the field and carrying my camera around to just be able to sit at my computer and create. 
Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's a lot of stuff that I have like on most platforms. Uh, there's many collections. I mean, especially on foundation, foundation. that's been where yeah. I've had the biggest amount of success. Yeah, that's where I, that's where I first saw that's where I first saw your work. Actually, um, there's one particular one. I think um, I saw it on foundation, and I think you tweeted it as well, and I commented. It was called um, it's called Storm Over the Chapel that particular shot is amazing like for real like how did you like that moment were you waiting for that moment because it almost looked like there's a storm brewing and then there's this chapel there and the tip of the chapel is almost touching the storm and I those kind of moments is like how did you how did you do it were you like sitting you had to have been sitting out there for a while to capture that exact moment I would love to say that that's what happened, but it wasn't actually, you know, you know, when those photographers tell you I was sitting and I was chasing the storm and I was, yeah. sitting out and I, was I had my radars on and I was listening to the radio to see where it was going to be at that time. Uh-huh. You know, I, I was, I was like every year, my wife's parents, uh, they live in Missouri and we were visiting, uh, the Ozarks okay. and I remember we were going to get a boat so that we could go out onto the lake. And then they said, sorry, there's a storm coming and you can't have the boat out in the lake because there's lightning and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh crap, this is sucks. So we're going to have to find something else to do. So we turned around and we were passing by this place called uh, the top of the rock in, in the Ozarks. And, uh, I remember seeing this this white chapel and it was just it looks like one of those storybook chapels. You yeah, know, it does. You would just see in, 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 in a book and and I'm sitting there and I look from like the right corner of my eye and I see this giant like uh, I don't even remember what they're called. Uh, a, shelf, like clouds? a shelf cloud, I think. Cloud, it's yeah, the shelf. cloud. And I saw it from the from from, you know, the corner of my eye. And I stopped the car and my wife's like, what are you doing? Like, there's a big storm coming. Let's get inside. <laughs> like, no, I'm going to capture this. We're going to get caught uh, in the storm for a picture. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're, we're going we're gonna to do this. We're not that far. We're like a 10 minute drive. It's okay. It's not going to get that bad. We take And <laughs> I remember I just, yeah, you've got to catch the storm. And um, I, I, I set up the camera and I, I, I grabbed a couple of shots and it, didn't look you know I, I have i wear glasses so like when i look at the shot i just mm-hmm. make sure that the composition's right and whatever's in it is clear like for me at that point that was the the, the thing and you know i was being rushed to get back in the car and leave and i took a few shots and then when i got back to the hotel mm-hmm. i remember downloading and looking at it and thinking to myself oh my god Okay, wow. I like that shot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it wasn't overly planned or, or any uh, rocket science went into it. I think it was just luck at that time. But isn't that true to the case? Like a lot of, I always say, like a lot of our greatest shots are, you know, not on, on accident, but like not the one that we super plan. Like the ones yeah. that we just didn't even expect was going to turn out that way. And it turned out even better than we could have ever um, expected. Absolutely. Absolutely. You're right. So I want to talk about you. Um, I know you're an artist, you're a photographer, um, a jet setter. <laughs> I also <laughs> want to talk about you as a curator. 
Um, I was recently a part of an exhibit you curated um, called the Black Art Matters. Do you want to share um, a little bit into your journey as a curator? Yeah, I mean, um, it, it was quite interesting. You know, I, I've uh, since starting up in the space, I, I always tried to, uh, you know, get people together and, you know, uh, be part of different collectives. Like I'm, mm -hmm. I'm part of the wild collective i'm part of the macro collective i'm part of like a mixed photography kind of a, a collective that's mainly landscape photographers and mm -hmm. you know we would always try our luck with okay let's uh let's do a, a gallery together and let's do you know some sort of initiative and it was more out of you know you know that sense of being part of a community or being yeah. part of something that's under underrepresented and you're like okay but if we all come together we can do a lot more and yep. you know we would we would try our luck and and i was i was surprised that i received an email from nifty gateway and they're like uh um, we want you to be a, a publisher. And I didn't understand what that meant. I was like, what's a publisher? Like, am <laughs> I supposed to like, uh, write things or they're like, no, 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 no. This is just, you know, uh, you, that's our name for a curator. And, uh, I was Got like, it. yeah, I'd love to. And, you know, um, I wanted my first one to be something special. And at that time I, I was, I was talking with, uh, with uh, May Nabo Visuals and mm -hmm. and uh, Gigi from the Drop, and I remember she had a piece that she wanted in, and and I was like, you know, let me see if I can co-curate this with May. And I spoke to her, and she was like, yes, 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 don't even <laughs> ask twice. And May is uh, awesome. She's she's a guest of the house. She's been on the show before, um, and she's amazing. She is. She is. And yeah. and I mean, I already knew she was great, but working that closely <laughs> with her and with the rest of the artists, including mm -hmm. you, Tony, I mean, that that was just like it, it was it was a blessing, you know, that everything worked so well. We meshed together as a yeah. group. It was becoming a family and, and, and that passion that everybody brought to the table. It was just it. it you know, in some cases, you have to force things to make things work and organize people. But here it was like everybody was just on fire. Everybody was like, OK, what do we need to do? How do we do Like, how do we help? How do we get? And, yeah. and you know, they made that curator, you know, uh, first curator sort of experience for me, an unforgettable one. And, and I'm so happy that it was something that was very memorable for the people that took part in it. Um, I think the 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 today in our discussion, you know, uh, in the spaces earlier when we were talking about intention, yeah. is that I've always believed in having purpose behind whatever it is that we do, and I've always loved, you know, to support the underdog. I I, I believe uh, I've been mm -hmm. an underdog um a minority whether uh i'm you know an expat living in another country and i'm seen as you know the foreign you know thing that has just entered the space or mm -hmm. we even come home because of the exposure that i've had to many different cultures i'm kind of seen a little bit you know different 
you know, yeah. uh, not the same. I'm not as homogenous as everybody else that's in, 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 in uh, even back home. But uh, having gone through different experiences of being, you know, that minority or being that underdog and, and, and seeing how underrepresented, you know, the different genres of work that I love and have a passion for, mm-hmm. uh, I, I, I felt that there was, wouldn't be a better start than to really do something for Black History Month. And 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 what I found uh, quite surprisingly was I thought we were going to be, you know, one of many. And there mm-hmm. was like a little bit of concern that the artists wouldn't get that, you know, spotlight that they deserve because they're going to get lost in the clutter of so many other initiatives that were happening. And surprisingly enough, I think we were the only initiative that was celebrating yep. black art and black and, artists and black yep. history month. Yeah. Yep. And it, it's, you know, um, sometimes I get on this show and I, I, you know, I come, I've had episodes where I come on the show really annoyed <laughs> and ranting and, you know, I've gotten to a point within um, now with, you know, NFTs and web three generally where I just, I just know things and I, I know, I, I look and I know things and, you know, there is a saying that, um, don't talk about it, be about it. A lot of people talk about it, but they're not about it. And this black history month proved it. Um, and it was sad to see like in the whole web three, um, you had to take up the mantle, um, where, you know, even the marketplaces fell short, you know, it took a marketplace like OpenSea. Um, the 10th day of Black History Month to even attempt to do, they just put some stuff together. You could tell it was a low effort. Mm-hmm. Um, um, oh, we're just going to do this because people are complaining. There was no being intentional about it. And it's disappointing. Um, but, you know, um, it is what it is. You you are a true ally. Um, and they're, they're true allies within the space. They're not, <laughs> they're not many. A lot of people posture. Um, but we're learning, or at least I know I'm learning a lot about the three just from not getting too emotional and just watching. Um, Mm -hmm. yeah, so just want to say thank you. Thank you for taking the initiative to, um, to do this and, you know, see that there was a need to give a voice to, um, everyone that was included in, or just the the idea that there, you know, there's diversity within the space and we need to see that there's diversity and we just don't keep propping up the same people over and over and over again, forgetting that other people exist. And that happens a lot in Web3. But that is a rant for another <laughs> that is a rant for another day because I, I could go on and on. <laughs> no, 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 thank you. Seriously, because I mean, uh, I mean, you, you've heard me say it, and I'll say it again. Um, uh, without you guys uh, putting your trust as artists in me and having faith in both me and May mm-hmm. to really curate your work and to trust us enough to do that, there wouldn't have been a curation, and there wouldn't have been this experience that we we, we had. So, I mean. 
I keep saying this is the easy part is 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 to select beautiful work yeah. because all the work is beautiful. You just go and find the work that 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 you connect with the most. But I think the hard work is the work that the artist had to put in and all the effort to actually make that you know mm-hmm. beautiful piece of art. So I mean, it's you guys that I should be thanking honestly for for <laughs> giving me the opportunity and uh, allowing me to be part of this thank you thank you well thank thank us all <laughs> both yes. ways yes absolutely, absolutely. all right <laughs> as we begin to wind down um there are two questions that i want to ask um besides art what it, what else inspires you and that's one and what is in the future for a nomadic frame i mean um I've always wanted to elevate, you know, the 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 art of marketing. You know, um, I I come from a country where uh, the 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 industry that I've worked in has always been seen as, you know, um, the locals can't do it. Mm-hmm. It's something that you need to experts from the outside to do and i've always uh, been passionate about proving them wrong you know no we can do it as well and yeah. we can not only do it we can compete at it and we can be better than actually the the global powerhouses of of uh, you know the the industry mm-hmm. and you know i've been doing it for the last 10 years uh, after you know uh, quitting my corporate slavery nine to five job, you know, um, <laughs> yeah. j- j- jump, jumping in as an entrepreneur and starting, you know, things to to really be able to elevate the marketing space, mm-hmm. and that fuels me to be able to take that into the Web three space, where you know my day job is to advise companies and governments on how to do better marketing and communication and my night job is to be in the web3 space and to be able to pass on that knowledge and best practice to all of the different artists that i interact with and engage with that is Um, that is a lot to take on (laughs) that is a lot to take on What's next? I think what's next is uh, the short term next is <laughs> Valentine's Day tomorrow. We're Yay. launching Floral World. Yes. I'm <laughs> really, really excited. I mean, I, I see again another minority is the flower people. You know, nobody gives us enough love. The still life people Facts. don't get enough love in the space. And Facts. It's always been about either a PFP project, which, mm-hmm. you know, we can argue at times, not art, or, or it's the it's the landscape uh, artists in the photography field or the glitch artists in the art field. So True. to really be able to be part of something that is going to help elevate macro photography, still life photography, floral photography, and the people we've got, oh my God, Tony, these are like Amazing some legends people. in the in, yep. in the Florida world. Yeah, so I'm really really excited about this. Yeah, that's I'm, that's, ex- that's I'm my excited short-term. too. Okay, short term. <laughs> that is super short term because that's like now. <laughs> yeah, a few hours. Actually, I'm on Valentine's Day already right now. It's 1:08 a.m. So I've already hit it. Happy Valentine's happy, Day. Happy ha- Happy Valentine's Day.
I hope you have a very well you well we're gonna be hanging out valentine's day but i hope you have a after we hang out beautiful <laughs> valentine's day i we're, well we're in the middle of a move so i think i'll get away with uh postponing it to the weekend because ah, you, everybody's getting ready to fill boxes and shift them to the other house so i oh, can get away it. with it with yeah, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. And less pressure. <laughs> All right. Yes, yes. Thank you so much, um, Nomadic Frame. It's been such a pleasure chatting with you. Um, I really enjoyed the conversation and I hope everyone listening enjoys it too and gets to know you better. Um, if you want to learn more about Nomadic Frame, he is on Twitter, nomadic underscore frame. Um, go ahead and you know, give him a follow. Um, before you go, is there any parting words you'd like to share? I just want to thank you, really. I mean, I'm I, like I said, I'm a groupie. I'm a, a family, <laughs> so thank you really for having me. Uh, it's it's thank it's you. surreal to know that. The, one of the upcoming drives to work, I, I'll get to hear my voice. Uh, yes, you on will. Show, so that's, that, <laughs> and me that, giggling that's throughout. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean that that really is, is 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 you know special, and I appreciate you giving me this opportunity, and also giving me the opportunity to curate your work and Thank to be you. curated by you so that that's that's really you know something that means a lot for me thank you so much tony thank you thank you so much i really appreciate it thank you um yeah so that is going to be it for today's nft talk show podcast i hope you enjoy this episode if you did don't forget to go follow nomadic frame and do not forget to subscribe and tell a friend to tell a friend to tell their entire community to check out the nft talk show podcast you know what it is it is me tony Payne, and with that i will be signing out with my usual catch you on the blockchain bye